Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast with Steve Gordon. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and I got to tell you, we're going to have an interesting interview today. I've got Molly Grubb on the line with me. She is a dynasty builder, and uh, you're going to if you've owned a business now for a few years and maybe you're thinking about what you're going to do next and how you're going to maybe turn the business into your big payday at the end of the line, this interview is for you. She is, um, she's just an expert at helping plan exits for business owners. And so, uh, Molly's story, which I think she'll probably get into is that she saw her family's business really torn away from her parents and watched them kind of lose their identity and, and walked away with almost nothing. And she decided she wasn't going to let that happen to other entrepreneurs and other family business owners. And so now she helps build, protect, and maintain a family business owner's dynasty. And she's one of only 200 certified business exit consultants. Uh, less than 7% of advisors have that, that uh, designation. And, uh, and she really will help you utilize all the fundamentals of wealth management to prepare for your business payday. So welcome, Molly. Great to have you on The Unstoppable CEO. I'm super excited about helping your audience uh, continue to do great things and be even, be even a bigger uh, success than what they already are now. Well, I know they like to hear that. And uh, I, I have to tell you, this is a, an, an important topic. Um, and, and we'll get into all the reasons why in a few minutes. But before we kind of get into the details, I always like for people to get a little sense of, of uh, where kind of you came from. How'd you get to, to being an expert? at uh, business exits? Sure. Well, uh, you gave me a little bit of my bio, but uh, really I, I'm, you know, a recovering actuary. That's what I went to school for. Um, but, the, you know, what I do is not really as exciting that I'm told as to why I do it. You know, the, the, who we focus on is kind of the story of my family, you know, losing their, their business because they didn't work with the people they knew. They worked with the people they knew with versus the experts they actually needed. And they treated their exit as a transaction rather than a process. But the reason why I do what I do, it goes back even further. Uh, when I was, uh, I'm the youngest of six kids. And when my sister was two years old, she was diagnosed with a rare blood disorder. And for four years, my family invested all of their resources, everything they had from their business to help Mandy get better. So just imagine what you would be thinking if you poured your blood, sweat, and, and tears into your, your loved one to, to get them better and, and nothing's working. Um, and even worse, they were told they weren't going to make it. That's, that's precisely what was told to my, my parents. And I sat there in the hospital room as a young four-year-old trying to understand what those words really, really meant. And so my parents did the only thing left they knew to do. And they took her to church, and over a 1,000 people prayed for Mandy that evening. You know, the next time they took Mandy to the doctor, what the doctor said, she didn't need any more blood transfusions. She didn't need any more treatments. She had been completely healed. I mean, it was, it was truly, truly a miracle. But just imagine you had this amazing miracle happen to you. And you still needed one more. You see, the four years of investing in my sister's health, combined with the insurance defaulting on my family, 
we, we were going to lose everything. Our home, all six of his kids are going to be split up. A story about our situation was picked up by a local news channel. And the night that it aired, a local business owner named Bill was so touched by it that he went to the sheriff auction and bought that house back for us. He then drove in a brand new blue minivan stuff with three Mickey Mouses for my oldest brothers and three Minnie Mouses for us girls, handed the keys to my dad and said, we're going to Disney World in his private jet. Wow. That's exactly why I build dynasties. It's because when my, my parents could not build dyna- uh, their own dynasty, my, you know, Bill took the time to be able to do that. And, and so I want to be able to empower others to protect their family from that type of situation, but also to be able to help others um, and be empowered by that. And, and that's truly why I do what I do. It's a powerful story. Um, and, you know, it, I think it, it really illustrates the power of, of owning a business, what you can do if you build it the right way. Um, yeah. That because that, because Bill built a business that provided him with, you know, means, he was able to come in and do something very generous. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm not naive enough to say everybody aspires to that, but I think an awful lot of the people uh, who are listening today, uh, the kind of people we attract, aspire to building that kind of business. Um, and I love that you call them dynasties, um, because I think they really can be. Absolutely. Why not? Why can't you have your own dynasty? Yeah, absolutely. So, so you, you know, you had this experience in your background and, um, you know, at a, at a very young age too. Um, and then you go off and, and you get into business. And so what did that look like? What was the sort of the first place that you started? And then how did you end up doing what you're doing? Sure. Now? Well, I, you know, I was recovering actually. I did that for a couple of years, but again, like I just had this internal calling um, that I needed to actually be able to talk to people. And if you know any actuaries, they, um, the communication department may not be one of their fortes. So I, I, I love that you call yourself a recovering actuary. I call yeah, myself well, a recovering engineer. Same problem, right? And you yes. can't talk to people either. So no, uh, no, we no. were the ones that could talk to the humans. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, About 10 years ago, I believe, yeah, it was about 10 years ago, I I broke off and went into the planning industry. And, you know, I tested my model out for about four years at two different banks uh, and became the top advisor in both of those banks nationwide. I was the top producing advisor. So at that point, I'm like, okay, I now have a pilot that that I can generate and have it be my own. And I kind of cultivated the clients and nurtured them in a way that it would be a natural transition. So I, it would still make my non-compete and everything would be still be compliant. So it wasn't totally starting from ground zero. But it, it was really when I, I truly left and, and formed my own firm, it was, it was, you know, a pretty dry well. And, and so there was a couple things that are going with me because I had those relationships in place. I bit, then began to just try to spread, spread the wings we used um, – did a ton of speaking, a ton of event planning, um, and went around and helped a lot of displaced workers. Just And it was really just kind of working with the masses um, at, at a certain point um, and became extremely successful to the point uh, that last year we broke off from our independent broker dealer, sold 70% of our firm, 
uh, so those clients could still be managed, but it allowed us to just focus on family business owners, which obviously has a very personal spot in our in my heart um, to really be able to just focus on that and help them prepare and transition over this thing that they created. Um, whether it's maybe a situation like I am now where I just needed to realign the focus of our business or maybe it's, you know, I, I need to start thinking about giving it to the next generation or I want to work on a new project. So that that's kind of what's led our success. But really it's about what it's allowed us to, to expedite it was all the systems and delegation um, that we created and um, made apps. I mean, because we have to, you have to practice what you preach. If you're going to advise business owners, you got to, you got to act and think like the model business owner. And that's, that's been kind of the, the core belief system in our, in our firm. Thank you. I love that. Um, we, we believe the, the, the same thing. We see so many people, you know, in, in our world and in, in marketing that they'll say one thing, but, but they're doing something different. And, um, you know, we have from the very start made sure we, we were always kind of eating our own dog food. I love that you do that. Um, you mentioned two things there, systems and delegation. The, in my experience, those are the two things that business owners struggle with the most. How yeah. do you get them to overcome it? Well, you know, actually, I, you know, in my upcoming book, Build Your Dynasty, that, that you can sign up for on the on grubwealth.com, Unstoppable. Um, but in that book, what it really, what I say in there is that Every, the success or failure of any business is their ability to have, create systems and to be, able to be able to delegate. If not, you're going to be that e-myth version of just constantly wearing 10 different hats and, and not being able, you know, if you're in the service business industry, it's, it's, you end up just serving business owners, but you don't act like a business owner. Um, so it's just being able to really operate and not be a practitioner of your business and actually think and act like an owner and have the business serve you rather than you serving the business. You know, it, it sounds so enticing. Um, we all, it's, you know, the, whether you call it work in the business uh, or work on the business rather than in the business or have the business serve you rather than you serve it. It sounds so enticing. Um, and it's, it's easier said than done. Um, and, and I want to dive into that, um, a little bit more before we do that. I want to take a quick break. We're going to be back with more from Molly and we're going to talk about how you can set up your business for a successful exit. And I got to tell you, I've seen lots of businesses that, that had really unsuccessful exits and, uh, and were, um, really not helping that business owner achieve their goals at the end. So we're going to talk when we come back about how you can fix that, how you can plan ahead for that. We'll be right back with more from Molly Grubb. Hi, this is Steve. I hope you're enjoying this interview. We've got more to come in a minute, but what I'd love for you to do right now is rate this podcast. Leave us a review, rate us on iTunes. It'll really help others discover the podcast and help us help other CEOs, other business leaders become unstoppable. So if you go to unstoppableceo.net forward slash iTunes, you can find instructions there and links that will take you right to where you need to go to review the podcast. Thanks so much. Now back to the interview. 
Welcome back to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. This is Steve Gordon, and I'm here talking with Molly Grubb. And Molly, um, we kind of left off, and, and you talked about this idea of having the business serve you. And, and um, you know, we hear that a lot. Um, and, and I think sometimes it is a really difficult thing for, for business owners to be able to do. Um, and I'd love to kind of lean on your wisdom as you've taken business owners through that process. Sure. Well, I, that's a, that's a fantastic question and lead in because, you know, so many, you, a good exercise for business owners is to go on a two week vacation away from their business have zero access to it. What's going to happen to that business? Are you going to lose money? Is the, is, is the company going to fold up or is it going to run seamlessly as no, and the revenue still be generated? And if you can't be the latter, then you need to start um, really just setting down and creating a, a mind map for yourself and, and, and start, just start grading what you're doing. You can use resources like Toggle, uh, T-O-G-G-L, which again is on the resource page on grubwealth.com forward slash unstoppable. Um, those type of resources, you can then start measuring your, your task of what you're doing. And then at a certain point, you need to then calculate what, what is my true hourly rate? So many business owners, they just don't even, they pay themselves a salary, but that's not really what their true hourly rate is. And then once you are able to calculate that, then it becomes very clear as to what you need to delegate. And then don't just stop with you. All of your employees, anybody that supports you needs to do the exact same exercise. Because uh, it's, you know, we, especially if you're in the service industry, there are so many individuals out there that they don't have an appointment calendar. They don't have a reminder calendar. So they're constantly chasing their appointments and it's just so time consuming. And they, they pay their secretary too much to just do what a system can do for you. So we use things like acuity reminder call, uh, com to, to, basically funnel all this and, and allow us to run faster because that's the name of the game. It's how fast you can run. And, um, you know, things like Infusionsoft, so all of our leads are funneling through there. They're getting an automated drips campaign. And for us to just even like book a stage a, a week that we're doing that would normally, you know, take four or five hours for most um, and, and for an entire week, it takes us 20% of that time to do. And, and so that's just, that's exactly, you know, the, the name of the game on no matter what industry you are a part of. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, figuring out what it is that you're doing that you can begin to get off your plate and begin to systematize is, uh, is really the first step. Um, you know, I, I've had people tell me over the years, you got to do a, a, a time inventory, you know, where you carry a, a list around for two weeks and write down everything you do. And I've never been able to do those. Um, but I have found that I get about 80% of the result from just sitting down periodically with a cup of coffee or, you know, better, maybe a, a good bourbon and, uh, yeah. and, you know, and just making a list of, okay, what do I think I did over the last week or two? And, um, you know, and sometimes that's the shortcut. You're oh, yeah, absolutely. Stuff that, that totally irritates you because that, mm -hmm. to me, that's the first stuff you want to get off your plate. Um, you know, because it's usually the stuff that's not only taking time, it's sucking energy. Right. I mean, I, do you get paid to do taxes? If, if the answer is no, then 
don't do it. If right. you don't get paid to do payroll, then then don't do it. Have someone else to do it. There's somebody that can do it. Quit being so in love with what's in your bank account uh, because by you sharing that love with others, you will be replaced back with an abundance because now your time is going to go towards the two most important things that your job as an owner is to do. Make money and do things that are going to make you money. If you're doing anything else, you're losing money for your company. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the, the first, I guess, step in this is to get your business to a point that, that uh, the team is running it. Um, and, and that's really the purpose of, of putting together the systems and the delegation. Um, right. and, and that's so, so critical because, I, I, you know, I've had um, – business owners come to me and, and ask for advice around, you know, they're getting close to exit. And, and sometimes it's hard to, to look at somebody and tell them, you know what, you don't have a saleable business right. um, because it doesn't operate without you. And, and yeah. so what are you going to do? Um, and if you can't get your arms wrapped around this thing, the rest of it's going to be difficult. But let's say you've got a business owner, you've worked with them. They've, They've gotten the thing systematized. They can go away for a month and the business, come, they come back, the business grows while they're gone. At that stage, what do you do next to help them kind of make that dynasty really per permanent? Sure. sure. When, it, when it comes to exit strategies, we like to get in at least three to five years prior to make sure that the business truly is independent of, of the owner. Because the more independent it is of the owner, the, the more the value of the business is actually driven. Um, that seems counterintuitive, but it's a nice concept. Um, but the, the one thing that we really like to, that we, that we focus on, that is what is the number one reason why all business exits fall and, and are just crushed is getting the owner ready to exit from a emotional aspect because you know I, I'm emotionally attached to my business even me and I, I know that you know I just can't pull myself away from the business right at this point because I'm, I'm too in love with it and you'll find that with different business owners so designing a exit strategy based off the emotional needs of that owner. So it might need to be something that's done over a five to seven year period, um, or maybe they're just absolutely just sick and tired of it and they want out from underneath it, or maybe they are sick and they can no longer function. Um, so just designing different exit strategies for them. I mean, the financial gap, you know, that's very logical. We solve it um, to make sure that their life out post exit is going to be the equivalent, if not better than during um, while they own the business. But nothing is more important than getting the owner back to their true self, getting them to have their hobbies back in place and reprioritize them before they're even crossing that finish line is, I think, just vitally important. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I you know, so much of this is, um, it's not just the money side of it. There's such a mental aspect to all of this um, and an emotional one. Um, you know, you, you've built this thing. It's your baby. And now, you know, you're, you're, there's the, the, the part of it that you're, you know, you're kind of giving up this. I mean, for most of us who build businesses who aren't in the, you know, Silicon Valley kind of serial entrepreneur world, you've probably put your heart and soul and a good chunk of your life 
into building the thing um, and probably have some pride around that. And it's, it can be a difficult thing to let go of. Um, and, and so, you know, as you're working with them in that three to five years prior to, um, to the exit, is there a process you take them through, like a series of steps that, that you look at to get them ready? Absolutely. The first, you know, don't tell Mr. Compliance Man this, but I, the, way we exp- the way we really describe the process is that, you know, we're kind of the insurance that you take out before you go to talk any, to any sharks. Because if you go to an ESOP attorney, you're going to get an ESOP. If you go to an investment banker, you're going to end up selling your, your business. And I'm not saying any of those are right or wrong answers, but again, we got to go back to the owner. No one focuses on the owner. Everyone just focuses on the business. And so we, our pro, you know, the process that, that, you know, you as an owner really need to, to go through is to sit down with someone that can quarterback and has really uh, no direct uh, transactional attention or conflict of interest, let's say, towards that, that exit um, and be able to really just assess you and what your needs are and design that plan and that will quarterback that entire process from beginning to end, bringing in the right transactional individuals, I call them sharks, um, to make sure that, they, that the proper plans will actually be executed. So if you choose to do an ESOP, well, then you're going to get the best ESOP attorney in town. If you choose to do a Popeye plan, well, you're going to get the only attorney in the nation that does that. Um, but it, it's, it's going to be that entire process. And then we just went through that with a, a client that owned a, a car dealership. And he went to his business attorney that he's been working with for 30 years, just as my parents did. And his, 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 his attorney said, well, why don't we just do, he wanted to give it to his, the next generation. So the attorney said, well, why don't you just do a 20-year note on this thing? Well, the, the unfortunate thing is now my client would have been liable for this 20-year note, hoping that the next generation can really fulfill this thing. Meanwhile, all he is doing is amortizing out a 20-year tax payment to Uncle Sam because the most expensive thing you can do is, is, is sell when you exit. And it's about 60%, up to 60% in taxes. So what we did with them was just re- did a co- complete tax-free restructure on the real estate, spun out the real estate, had the real estate be its own exit um, that was tax-free for them. And then also did the same thing for, we did a five, we did stock redemptions for the actual owner over five to seven years. So what it ended up doing was maximizing what the client got, but minimized what the employees had to pay. So it was really, it was just a home run all the way around. And, uh, you know, the, the attorney was even extremely ecstatic. He's never seen anything like that. So just being able to think outside the box uh, for your, your clients as, as a whole, because, you know, as business owners, that's what you need. Yeah, I love that. There, there are so many ways to structure these things. Um, and, uh, you know, I've seen some creative stuff done in the past. Um, and, and you really do need someone who specializes in kind of creatively developing the exit plan. Uh, because if, if you don't get that right, you're going to lose a ton of money. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, and, I mean in, in all seriousness, for those of you who are listening to this, 
Um, I mean, I, I have I have seen mistakes made by friends of mine that have cost them, you know, seven figures, and and you don't want to be there um, because the damage to the ego is real when that happens, not just to the bank account. Um, and and so you've got to find somebody that can can bring some creativity to this because the way the tax code is written, um, there are lots of options. And, and I think every business is pretty unique. I mean, you talked about real estate. Um, you know, if there's real estate involved, there's all kinds of interesting things that can be done to do that. And, and this is all, you know, I've always said for most small businesses, oftentimes the best sale is an internal sale, but the trick is to figure out how do you get the cash out if it's an internal sale? Because oftentimes it's going to be worth more. Um, particularly if you haven't done, and, and you, I'd love to hear your, your take on this. Do you see a lot more of this than I do, but particularly if you haven't done all of the work you should have done to do the systems and, you know, kind of extract yourself, the next best operator of that business are all the people that are in it right now, most of the time, because they know right. how to do it. You yeah. know? They're closest to it. And so, uh, but you got to make it something that they can, um, actually accomplish without putting all your eggs in that basket. Yeah. Yeah. So, so two cautionary tales, you know, that you need to be careful of as you're thinking about your exit is one, um, what about Uncle Sam? Because he's going to, you're basically going to go to bed with him if you don't address it. 60% of taxes will be dedicated towards that on, on average. The, the other issue that you need to worry about is if you are deciding to sell your business, not only 20% of businesses actually sell externally, but let's say you're part of that 20%. Making sure that you're working with a, someone that has the proper errors and emissions insurance, as well as the proper security license. Because if you go to the, the closing table and something goes wrong and they don't have that in place, your deal could be undone. And there's a lot of invest, a lot of business brokers out there that are representing clients that really don't have it because it's a gray area and it's not a very highly regulated area. So that's why these deals are getting done. And then sellers are, you know, really in a bind when, when things don't go their way. Yeah. Uh, and, and you don't want to be at the closing table trying to sort things out um, because you, you're always going to lose in that right. situation. Uh, value is always going to go down if you in introduce any uncertainty into the deal. Um, and, and it can be a really difficult thing. Uh, Molly, I know you, you have a book coming out. You, um, and you mentioned uh, earlier the URL, um, which I believe is grubwealth.com slash unstoppable. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about the book and what people can expect. Sure. It's really, you know, it was designed to be so when you're done reading the book, you will have an outline of what your dynasty looks like, or maybe the improvement if you've already built your dynasty. So at, in, at the end of each chapter, it's going to have steps for you to execute on. So it's going to help you divine your, design out your why. It's going to give you hacks to, so basically it's going to do four things for you. And it's going to absolutely change your life. It'll help you create more time, move faster, maximize your exit, and free up wealth. And that's really what encapsulates the entire book. That's great. And, uh, and, and I know you're still uh, putting the finishing touches on it. Um, but if they go to that page and they, um, 
and they give you your give you their email address. You'll email them when the book is available. Correct? Absolutely. Yeah. You'll, they'll they'll just go on our wait list, and we'll, we're super excited about making sure that they they do get this at, as soon as they they can, because we really want to be able to help as many business owners avoid what my family had to go through, but also to be like Bill and and create their their own dynasty, so they can continue to, to bless the world. Awesome. And, and I think uh, you mentioned before we started recording that if they go there, you've got a whole list of resources that um, will help business owners, everything from kind of beginning to figure out how to get the systems and the delegation in place to more advanced yeah. stuff um, is right. all there. So what can, what do they? Uh, yes. Yeah, when so we have a resource page. Um, so if, if you just plug in your email, we'll make sure that it, the resource page gets emailed to you. That's really an advanced copy to our a resource page that we're putting for our book that you can just go on. And um, some of the resources I was mentioning earlier, it's all going to be on that page. So it's, it's all on how to work faster, you know, all the systems and things that you need to, to that you can utilize to help delegate and push down the work that just bogs you down and, and stops you from being as successful as you really want to be. That's great. Uh, Molly, I appreciate you coming on today and investing some time with us. And um, this is a, such an important topic, um, you know, and we all, uh, we, we all want to push it off and not think about it. And uh, I'll never forget, I was in a CEO peer group years and years ago. And, and uh, one of the first rules when you came into that group was you had to, uh, in the first meeting, explain your exit plan to the group. Um, and I'll never forget because my first meeting, I didn't have an exit plan. And, yeah. Uh, and that was the point was to get everybody thinking about, okay, we built this thing or we're building this thing. How do we get out? Because if you don't do that intentionally, you're not going to enjoy the way that you get out. And um, no. I appreciate the good work you're doing. Thank you so much for being here. Well, I'm excited helping your community and let, let's go out there and make it a great day. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. Help others discover this show. Leave a review and rating on iTunes at unstoppableceo.net forward slash iTunes.